Hey, this is Jordy Collada from the Jordy Collada Show. Our podcast daily is brought to you by RMB Builders. Give Reb Bourgeois a call today. He is a custom home builder offering both new construction and can remodel in the Baton Rouge area and surrounding areas. They are licensed for commercial and residential construction. They can also handle your office renovation or building maintenance. They're online at rmb-builders.com. They're on Instagram and Facebook at RMB Builders LLC. Rhett Bourgeois and RMB Builders bringing you the Jordy Collada podcast. All right, welcome in to a Sunday edition of the Jordy Collada Show. As always, we're built by RMB Builders here on this Sunday afternoon after the Saints vomit all over themselves at Green Bay at Lambeau Field this afternoon. They're up 17-0 and get beat 18-17 over in Green Bay. We'll talk about that a lot more this week. We're going to react to LSU uh, improving to 3-1 and on the season. 34-31 winners last night over Arkansas. We'll talk about it here for the next hour or so. we got a Crew inside of the studio with us today. Stewie's on the ones and twos. We got Noah with us here this afternoon. Good to see Legs here on this Sunday. And old Ronnie woke Ronnie up as Jacques and Steve are trying to work him into a sweatshop over there at WAFB. Working that man. Ronnie, where were you this weekend? Get up on that microphone. Thursday I had uh, Opelousas Catholic in Southern Lab okay. at Southern. Friday I had How Broadmoor. Yeah. How are they? Uh, they blew OC out. They did. Yeah. Uh, I had Broadmoor and Baker. Oof. I want to say Friday and then Saturday I had Southeastern and uh, Houston Christian. There Houston Christian blew them out too. Uh, good to see you, Ronnie. Yes, sir. Uh, remember to hit that like button, share button, comment button if you don't mind. If you have not subscribed to the show, make sure and hit the subscription button before you get out of here. We're watching Red Zone here, and the rumors have been... I can't believe this, man. <laughs> this is huge news, right? Confirmed. Travis Kelsey's got Taylor Swift sitting in the box. <laughs> next to his mother. Today. I mean, like... That was Mama Kelsey sitting next to her. Wow. Yep. I mean, three hours ago, we didn't even know if it was official. <laughs> now she's got a jersey on in the box with the mom? Incredible by Kelsey. Um, All right, so LSU last night, 34-31 winners. As we said, it was a back-and-forth game. And let's start with, we we like to kind of give it all here, the good, the bad, the ugly. And for the good, right, you you get the win. That's a conference win against a fifth-year quarterback. How about that's the third time that K.J. Jefferson has been inside Tiger Stadium as a starter? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I, you you really can't say that. There's not many quarterbacks. I I can remember that have three road trip starts in their career. His first season, a true freshman, he started against the 19 team. Burrow, the boys, that night they went nuts. <laughs> he beat the hell out of Arkansas uh, that night. Uh, but, but K.J. Jefferson was the starter that night. Two years later, he comes back and gets the win inside of – LSU inside Tiger Stadium. And then last night, I, I thought, and we were talking it, uh, about it beforehand as a staff, I thought K.J. Jefferson made a, a lot of money last night. I, I thought that you know, in a quarterback class here in 2023 that is very heavily talented, I believe that K.J. Jefferson kind of muscled himself up 
to the table as a true player. Not not necessarily that that people learned a lot about him last night, but that was just man his poise, his ability to keep Arkansas in that game the way he did. I thought was very impressive from the standpoint of just quarterbacking the the the, the game and, and and how he played. So obviously we will react to the defense. Uh, K.J. Jefferson was slicing the defense up, and the defense very much looked lost last night. And We'll talk all about it coming up here. But the good for me was, and and, and follow me here, it, it was Jaden Daniels. I, I thought Jaden Daniels last night, for as poor as he started the game, and let me give you some numbers to context here, just for some, uh, some context. Uh, Preston Guy, who's a friend of ours over at, uh, he's at Tiger Bait with Scarborough, Tiger I believe. Bait, yeah. Um, Tweeted this out last night, and we actually screen grabbed the tweet and put it on our Instagram. And I thought that it was a fantastic, uh, really kind of look into the night. Preston Guy said, biggest takeaway from tonight, Jaden Daniels responded to adversity in a huge way. Worst start of his LSU career, going 7 of 14, 70 yards, and a pick, and responded by going 13 of 15, 254 touchdowns and no turnovers. That, that, was, that was big for Daniels last night. His start was... He, he was shaky. You could see it, man. It was almost like he was pulling the string on it a little bit, like he didn't really kind of trust what he was doing that first pass that Malik caught, not the one that he dropped yeah. with the shoulder. I mean, he was wide open, yeah. and he kind of had to dive he, down he, to he get was it. He short-arming it at Yeah, first. and he was kind of like – it looked like it was kind of going down. The pick was bad. Right. I mean, the pick was – It's like he didn't even see I mean, that was JV was high school type yeah. stuff. I mean, he, he, he never saw – he never saw uh, – McLaughlin step in front of that, and 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 the way that he was able to respond, and really, you know, I mean, even kind of getting it back going, it was a little wobbly. I mean, the pass to Brian Thomas at the end of the half, it was a little underthrown. Thomas comes back, makes a play, and is able to put the ball into the end zone, and then to keep that momentum going into the second half, and you had to have all of it, like you had to have. Every single bit of it to get out of there with a win. So credit to Jaden Daniels, the offense. And look, this is a lot what we've talked about in the buildup of the season and here now throughout the season as LSU's get going. Week one, where are the big plays? Week two, there's the big plays. Week three, that's what we're talking about with the big plays. Week four, here's the big plays again being the the, the major point of how you get out of there. Look at your big playmakers, right? As we said, the stat line needs to read Who's the best players? The wide receivers. The guys on the outside. Those are the guys that when you look at LSU, they're the scariest. They're the ones that keeps people up at night, right? And when you look at Brian Thomas and when you look at Malik Neighbors and you look at their numbers yesterday, I'm trying to pull them up officially here just to make sure that we can rattle them off. But last night, receiving, Thomas had five grabs, a buck 33, two touchdowns, an average of 27 yards per catch. Malik Neighbors had eight grabs, 132 scores, averaging 16 yards a catch. That's what the stat line needs to look like every single week. If it's not those two guys, and it can be Chris Hilton, it can be Aaron Anderson. Those guys haven't made their way, but film's about to be get be out on Thomas and Neighbors. I don't think that a defense has enough guys to take them completely out of the game, but there is starting to LSU will start to run into game plans where that's going to be the strategy. Right, like do whatever you can not to let number eight beat you. Right, I mean, like he looks as you know he looks as a, you know kind of a handful top wide receiver in in college football right now. I mean, you look at Keon Coleman at Florida State, you look at Marvin Harrison at Ohio State. Uh, Malik Neighbors is kind of like right there. If you've been watching the first three weeks of the season, I mean, his numbers through the first three weeks, 
are he, he's 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 cutting the game up. I mean, he's he's consistently been the best player on the field for LSU. And that is the formula, in my opinion, on how LSU is going to have to outshoot everybody. Right? There's going to be some scenarios. We talked about it going into the year. That the defense is not what it was last season. Right? I mean, we were talking before we went on. How much do you miss a guy like Makai Garner on this team? Dwight McLaughlin on this team. Where is LaTerrence Welsh? I will not believe that LaTerrence Welsh cannot get a rep on this team. There's no way. I can't I, I cannot look at the way the defensive backfield looks lost, undermanned, and outmanned, and not say, give number five a shot, man. The things that you saw in spring lead you to believe like if he can guard Brian Thomas. If he can run with Malik Neighbors like he was doing in the spring game, it's still a spring game. I get it, but I mean, how much worse does the play have to be on the back end of the defense before you say, yo, Welsh, get out there, man. Give me a series. Because the defensive backs are, they're just bad. It's bad. I mean... You saw K.J. Jefferson's eyes when Deuce Chestnut got into the game last night. He went right at him. And that's, you know, it's it's not trying to be critical of Chestnut. It's just where you are. I mean, they're throwing guys. You, you see, I see Sage Ryan going back out there. I see Deuce Chestnut going back out there. I see Denver Harris staying out there, competing. Zai Alexander. Where is five? Like, give that guy a shot, man. There's no way he can't play on this team. I mean, like, right? I mean, like, everybody saw what I saw in spring, right? Like, I'm not making this up. I'm not being overly, uh, like, you know, in the moment. Like, he was the story of the spring game. The best part about LSU's team is their wide receivers. He had to be making those plays against somebody. Yeah. And and I got to watch what looks like pregame warm-ups. I mean, on that pass that was called back for the holding, which was a gift. Cool. That was a gift. Now they ended up scoring. Yeah, but still. still but I mean, still like, still but I mean that 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 was that was pregame warm-ups. But that like that he ran a post route. <laughs> I mean, like. He ran a post route and he he caught the ball like with his back to the end. He like fell backwards into the end zone. It's like, what's going on, man? This is this is LSU. But the 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 defense is it, it's just I think that's what it's going to be this year. I, I really do. I, I I think that it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a roller coaster ride with the defense. And the more that film gets out on these defense, I think that there's mismatches that you can find. Right? Like, let me just get kind of back to where we were in the first couple of weeks. Why doesn't Deshaun Walmack play? Why is this so difficult? It, 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 this, this feels like almost pulling teeth. It, it's like, this, this, why is this this hard? How can you turn on the TV, look at Deshaun Walmack, and say, give him only two series in the second half? <laughs> I mean, like, that's a starter. 
That's what starting defensive ends in the SEC look like. They sack KJ Jefferson against a really good offensive line with his helmet off. I mean, like, like what else do you need to see? Play that guy. Put put that guy out there. And if there's ever any discussion of like taking Whit Weeks off the field, I'm going to go nuclear. This is two weeks in a row where this guy is a top like a top player on the field, no matter the side of the ball. I think Whit Weeks is so impressive in just his instinct and knack for the game. And I had to hear Thursday, yeah, well, Whit Weeks is starting like. Yeah, he, be- he better be starting. Like, it's gotten to a point where you don't need to announce him as a starter. Like, I mean, he's he's a starter every week for you. I mean, the way that hit he put on K.J. Jefferson when Jefferson's rolling towards LSU's sideline and throws the ball out of the end zone, and he leaps from his feet about three feet from him, puts the crown of his helmet into his chest, and knocks a, like, tank. a tank KJ Jefferson, he knocks him three feet back on his back, like like on his ass. And you can see like Jefferson's like coming off like undoing his chin. He's like spitting grass out of his mouth. I mean, like, he got popped. He got walloped by Harold Perkins at the end of the half. But again, why is it so difficult to play the best players? Why is this something that that seems to be difficult to do? I mean, Deshaun Womack. Like, what, the young guys. What, what, what am I looking at here? Like, I mean, like, I was like, Jesus. Like, where, where, who's 16? <laughs> They're like, well, Womack changed his number. I'm like, well, where, where's he been? On the kickoff team. Like, sacking maybe the best quarterback in the league with his helmet off. Just... Play that guy. Like, play that guy. Uh, Jordan Jefferson played fantastic last night. I, I think that you're really kind of getting into a discussion. Is Jordan Jefferson the best defensive tackle on this team? He's he's the quickest. And let me just say this about Mason Smith. I think Mason Smith looks out of shape. I expect Mason Smith to be out of shape. He's coming off of a rehab that he was down for nearly a year only to have one of the most brutal injuries in football happen right after it that being a high ankle sprain in camp so I I expect him to be a little bit behind a step or two and that's the case and I hope that Mason Smith for for his sake and uh, look I got no business advising anybody on what to do with their professional career at all at all. It's none of my business. I got no history. I don't know anything about the family. So there's things in this that are going to be weighed and determined when that decision is made. On the football part of it, just football, Mason Smith could make a ton of money if he comes back next year. If he's really contemplating going pro this year, which I'm sure he is, he needs to have somebody in his ear just from a football standpoint is all I'm talking about. Whatever the family, the financials, all that stuff, if that makes sense and he needs to do that, who the hell am I telling him not to do it? But when it comes down to football through the first month of the season, Mason Smith needs to come back for his senior year and he'll make a ton of money if he does it. If he stays healthy and he's able to rehab himself, get himself back into fighting shape, then he is a legitimate top 20 pick. 
But right now, he's not playing like it. And Justin Jefferson is a standout right now. I mean, he has high motor. He looks healthy. He's got that quick twitch. I mean, he is playing at a very high level right now up front. And... I think it's pretty evident when you watch the game. Right. I mean, he stops offensive lines from being able to double-team Makai Wingo or put all their attention on 18 because that's what they want to do because, I mean, even against Florida State, the lone bright spot on the defensive line was number 18. And so Makai Wingo is going to make plays. Right. Did you see him bull rush that right tackle? It was one of the big plays of the half. But – he put that cat on roller skates. And let me say this, the center for la- the center for Arkansas last night, if you saw it, he is a top 5 projected yeah. pick in the draft. That's a huge night for Mason Smith. Like there are every single general manager and scout in the NFL, all 30 teams, every single one of them, 32 teams, every single one of them will watch last night's film just for those two guys. And Mason Smith didn't have a good night against him. They're going to see 18 and 99. They'll see a lot of 18 and 99 for sure. So, you know, just future-wise, I think, you know, LSU's got a really nice pitch for Mason Smith to come back. The defense, though, from the 2023 edition, I just think that this is who they are, man. I think you're going to have to outshoot everybody every week. I really do. I mean... Because I look around on the D, I mean, how much football did everybody watch yesterday? I didn't go to Tiger Stadium. I went early in the morning, did a bike ride with Jay. We got out of there about ten thirty, got back to the house, and at that point, boys, I mean, I was I watched I was in sli- I was in slippers and drawers all day. <laughs> Same. Like I mean, I was shirtless over the pit. I mean, like just taking it all in. Multiple screens rolling. Yes. I mean, just got the Alabama, got batching the, all got day. The Oregon, Colorado. So when I look around football, and I'm talking about all the games, I don't see anybody that can guard LSU. Nope. I don't see one team in the country that can guard LSU. Notre Dame can't guard them. Ohio State can't guard them. Alabama can't guard them. Hell, Georgia can't guard them for four quarters. And I'm dead serious about that. But defensively, I kind of feel like I'm taking a butter knife to a gunfight. Right? So, I mean, like... I'm showing up a little weary with LSU getting off the bus thinking like, yo, y'all want to get in a shootout? Let's roll. We got a pistol. <laughs> we <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell, we got a bazooka. <laughs> yeah. Like, we got we, we got some heavy artillery if you're talking about getting into an offensive shoot. If you don't have a defense, let's ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is going to be a ratings bonanza. But if you want to get into a defensive struggle, LSU can't play that game. Mm-mm. Because Sun's they can't stop down. anybody for four quarters. Like they may be able to stop somebody for a half, like they did last night. They, you know, they they, they and, and look, they Jefferson and and Arkansas did them some favors. They yeah. got inside the red area, got inside the five a couple of times, and just lost their mind for whatever reason. Yeah, like the, the if you get on the goal line. line and you got two forty behind that <laughs> offensive line, and you're right. kicking a field goal from the one, like if I'm Brian Kelly, I'm saying. Thank you. Like, yo. Megaphone. Sammy. Like, thank you. I mean, you're bailing us out. Just take the snap and tell that guy to jump over the pile. And, I mean, and enough can't be said about the crowd. I mean, the Coach. amount of false starts the crowd that saved LSU. 
I mean, I, I appreciate you bringing that up because I had that written down yeah. as one of like the major points. I, I mean, like Sam Pittman was like, he jumped again? <laughs> and somebody's going to have to explain to me mm. the end of the game. I, 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 look, man, I, I, I do not like to debate football at the highest level because I feel like I could get exposed a little bit. Right? Like, I mean, like, I'm not here to break down the nickel and dime right. package for you. I, I guess he was trying to run the clock. But but when you've got the timeouts and you've got the ability to choke the game out without giving the ball back to the opponent, that felt very football 101 that was overthought. And I just did not understand it. You win the game. It all worked out. But Arkansas, with a six foot four quarterback with a rifle attached to his shoulder, has one play from his own 30 to make something happen. Like, I would just rather live without that, right? I mean, like, let's just get out of here without giving them the ball back. Now, if I'm wrong on this, I guess is I, 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 I would love to hear why. Because in the moment, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at the play clock, and I'm looking at the amount of timeouts, and I'm thinking, well, he can get this thing down to three seconds, call a timeout, one snap takes three seconds, you kick it, and it's over. I guess he was was just trying to use all – I really don't know. I really don't know because today, Arkansas didn't have any timeouts with like right, nine at min- all with nine minutes left in the fourth. So right. Either way, like they would have to throw that thing around a couple of times. If it they was. Got it it back. was. I, I just. I, it was just like I, I, coach. It was very nerve wracking. It felt very sure. less miles. Right. Well, even putting the offense in the position where. I mean, even though Jaden just sailed out the back of the end zone, yeah. I mean, what if he gets sat? What if Malik gets pulled and gets hurt? What if I it mean, slips out his hand? Like, there's so many opportunities for something to not go right. When they threw it, that was a video game. Call. Yeah, like that was a video game call. Well, I I think okay, so I'm I'm rewatching right now, and I and they got the ball in the red zone with two minutes left. Right, it was a beautiful drive. The it was drive a beautiful, was beautiful way to end the game. It was like like I mean that was what you had to do to win. And as they're executing it, you're like, all right, they're gonna win. We got it. They're gonna win. I, I guess I mean you got the ball with 59 seconds left. It's second and goal. Right, and, and you're on the. You have how many timeouts? One? He's got two. Or he's, two. Got, he's got one left one with left. 59 seconds left. Because he had just used and one before. That. Yeah, and you're he on the four that. yard line, so it's right. kind of like I guess it was just like okay, let's I, all right, let's run all it right. down as much as we can. Run it a couple times. Run it down, and I feel like I've seen the Saints and Sean Payton win in that fashion before. Right, where they've had the ball timeouts at the end of the game, where it's been a back and forth offensive shootout, and they're able to just. Squeeze the clock, get yeah. down to three seconds, kick the field yeah. goal, get the hell out of there. Yeah. yeah, you know, like again, hey man, I might be wrong, and I don't want to criticize over over a win. It just was like when you were watching, you were like, "Is this this isn't how this is supposed to go?" Right? Even too much time on the clock. <laughs> I mean, like, well, then on the, at the same time, talking about the other side. I mean, what was Arkansas doing? Not just when they handed it off to Logan Diggs on second yeah, or whatever. Let him like, score. Let, let him score. in the end zone. Yeah. Let, let like, Herb Street was like, well, I mean, this is exactly what LSU wanted to happen. <laughs> I mean, when they didn't let him in, I'm like looking at my friends. I'm like, what are, not gonna let him score. what are they doing? They're going to let him run the clock down. Yeah, I thought yeah. the defensive line was just going to get down and then back yeah. up. I mean, look, and, man, not everybody does their job with – 
300,000 people watching right. on average. You yeah, know, when you got right. people on television, you got people at home. I, if people, you know, like they watch us all the time and I know what they tell us. I mean, I, I get my DMs, you know what I mean? I know what they think about me. So, I mean, like, I know it's a very critical spot. It just. It's just strange. It is. You know, I mean, it it's was just a strange like, way to end the game. It was weird. It was weird. So. Uh, you know, those are just you know some of my takeaways from it. You know, I, I thought Jaden Daniels was really that was a good night for him. I'd imagine that he's waking up with some confidence of that looked like the best two quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I mean that looked like the best two that the SEC has to offer here in twenty three. And for the most, I, I would say that probably KJ Jefferson won the fight, but Daniels won the war. Yeah, right. So I mean, and and. and and I would say that the fight was kind of like went 15 rounds and it was right. you had to go to right. the card. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm decision. just giving Jefferson the benefit of the doubt because, bro, he did it. At, he did it all. He, last night. he was, you know, like, he I was mean, battling. but I, I think that they're both pros. Mm-hmm. They're both guys that played very impressive on the highest level. And that is how LSU, in my opinion, is going to have to win the majority of their games left on the schedule. They're going to get into a shootout next week with Ole Miss. They're going to have to get into a shootout with Florida. Missouri. They're, they're going to have to get – Coach, heads up. I yeah, know. I was about heads to say, up. That is the game. Heads I'm, up. Like, heads up. That's – Like, I'm not worried about going to Ole Miss. Not I'm all. worried about going to Missouri. 100%. 100%. Because they're going to be locked in for Ole Miss. Like, that's an SEC West game. They're going to be – Missouri is – Missouri, yeah, Missouri. Yeah. We, yeah, I know. know. Yeah, but they better look at it like twenty twenty, right? Missouri, right? Because they could get to that point too. Fifty two. What was that? Fifty two, fifty one. The final score of that yeah. game. We were trying to score. Yeah, it, but the good thing, the thing that, that stood out to me was Logan Diggs in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Why did it take him so long I, to get there? I don't know. My, I have a, I have a problem with that because it's like they. It, the the rotation at running it was, back is, it's is weird. so weird. Yeah, they, they 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 just can't. They, it's like Logan Every Diggs. Week? Logan Diggs ten, gets a carry, ten yards. Then they take him out. Right. Put Josh Williams in. All right. Cool. Josh Williams gets one carry for forty-one yards. Right. They take him back out. Twenty-nine carries in. last night. Fourteen of them by Diggs. Ten of them by Jaden Daniels. Josh Williams got one for forty-one. Right. Caleb Jackson got a couple of carries, and John Emery he carried it twice. They're forcing John Emery into the They are. They are. And it's it's not needed. At I this mean, point. like I, I I again. I love Emory. He's got a great skill set. It just, it, it feels forced. It feels just Diggs is what circle and square. Diggs is what Emory was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That back that could just pop, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And like now, it just seems like with Diggs, Jackson, and Williams, like you're in you're in a good spot. Like don't because don't that's why you it. get matchups like when Malik scored that second touchdown when he's in single coverage for like the first time of the, the game. game. It was because you had been running the ball down the field, so they finally pulled the safety off, and then mm-hmm. neighbors touchdown. First, uh, his first week, Jaden Daniels didn't take a big hit. Yep, yep. he tried he tried did. to slide. It was very <laughs> awkward. The slide was very bad, but very it, like, look, look, he'll, he'll work on that. Talk to Jay Johnson. Uh, Jay Woods got to get Aaron Anderson involved more. Jordy, what do you think? I agree. I love the jet sweep last night early. Same yep. little pop pass. I mean, I love that. I would love to see him do it a couple of more times, or at least kind of throw him the ball. Like I'd love to see him run like a quick out and like flip his yeah. shoulders real quick and see what he could do. Or even like run him deep. I know he can run. Yeah. Like that. I just 
But I I had to remind myself that Aaron Anderson is a freshman still. Like Put this is this is return, but this is his man. first year playing college football. Yeah. Essentially, right, right. But let him. Put but him let yeah, let him touch the ball. I, just, I also understand yeah, they've where gone from. conservative on the punt return. Yeah, they're here. back. They're yeah. back. Yeah. Special teams is, catch it. Special teams outside of Ramos it, to me is yeah. shaky. Yeah, yeah. I'm still nervous with them when they're out there. Over 100. percent uh, Bryson's army. I love this show, but the overreaction is getting a little getting a little over the top. Uh, Bryson, I need specifics, man. Yeah. Uh, Garrison Grant, Mason Smith continues to be a non-factor. Uh, Cordell Music need to get AA on a slant. I agree. Need Aaron mm-hmm. Anderson on a slant. I think they hit him on a on a like a dig slant type of route. Yeah, yeah. He was like wide open last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it just I, I, when you got Malik and I want right, Chris Ryan Hilton. Tell me, right, me too. Yeah. I want Chris Hilton to get a target at least every game. Like, when you go out there and he does not get anything thrown at him, especially when the offense is struggling like it yeah. was in the first quarter, in the first half, that to me is something that, hell, just overthrow him. Like, really, like, just like, even if you can, like, try to overthrow him just to get some type of pressure relieved to the offense. I, I just think that he is such a com- – like, you don't have anybody else like him. There's nobody else that you can really just say, hey, Chris, go route run everybody, man. And him be like, no doubt, I'm on it. And, and just, like, every game, one time, just take the snap and uncork it on a post-seam fly pattern, some type of deep route with him – just to let the defense know, like, hey, you cheat up one time, 17's going to be behind your back. I mean, look, man, I'm not here to be criticizing the offense. I think the offense is awesome. I think, you know, you would, you would take this offense to anywhere in the country. I, I would travel this team and this offense anywhere in the country just as long as the prerequisite was the other team doesn't have a defense to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I mean, a couple of stops here and there. All right, that's fine. But if you're gonna, do- who's got the best defense in the country? Is it Georgia? I, I guess Georgia. I would assume. I mean, I mean, I watched Iowa, Penn State last. Yeah. Iowa's offense coach is. I mean, it's, it's it, it is that is that's one game that I did not watch. I mean, because- nepotism at its finest. <laughs> if anybody is curious, like what the definition of nepotism is, look at Iowa's offense. The 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 stink about Iowa is is that like they could be. Like they could be their defenses. They could be something because their defense is good, nasty. Like SEC good. Yeah. I just defensive defensive leaders on points allowed for the season. Michigan is number one. So I guess and then Penn State allows the least amount of yards. So not the SEC. Yeah. Uh. So. LSU will gear up three and one on the season. Good win last night. Like, I mean, we can be critical, but I mean, a win is a win in college football and in the SEC. And that was a tough win. That was a quarterback that came in ready to play. You saw the pregame hype with Sam Pittman in the locker room. Like he was he wanted to win last night. Fake field goal. Yeah. I mean, he's out on the he's out on the field. A couple of challenges that he won. Yeah. I mean, he kind of reminded me a little bit of O at Tuscaloosa (laughs) in twenty twenty. Sammy. Like like barking across the field at at Saban. He had to call Ed over for that. Like, I got you, buddy. I got you. (laughs) But it was uh 
it was a beautiful environment. The thing looked fantastic mm. on television. Sounded I can't great. believe why people cleared out in the second half. Yeah. Like, what are you? People are. I'm curious because, look, I do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not bashing it. I mean, I'm as a bandwagon as and a front runner as anybody that you'll find. Give me an excuse not to go or leave, and I am out. Right. I'm out. That was a good football game. But I would think last night, if you went to that game, if you're in the stadium, which I was not, the weather was crisp. The football was like great. competitive, like trending to great. And then if you stayed for the second half, you were you were treated with like a really like a great game. Because I look around everywhere. Yeah. I mean, even like pregame kickoff, like I mean the the nosebleed on the on the east side on the west right. on, on the opponent side. What is that? That's the east side. Yeah. I do think that there was a point in the game. Where it was. Like right at the start of the second half. It was a little boring. Where it felt like LSU was about to just pull away. Mm-hmm. Like it, they were down 13-3. They scored the touchdown to end the first half. They come out, score a touchdown to start the second half. And then Arkansas kicks that field goal, and then LSU scores another touchdown. So then it's 24-16. And even whenever Arkansas scored that next touchdown to cut it to, to tie the game up, before that, I was like, oh, this game's yeah. over. Mm-hmm. I was comfortable. You, you mm-hmm. said K.J. Jefferson right there. The game yeah, is over. Right. Yeah. And, like, one of my buddies called me that he was leaving, and I was like, you're – I was like, they just – Arkansas just scored and yeah, got a no. two-point conversion. Oh, no doubt. I was like, it's a tie ball game. Coach, like, the, freshman from tight end, the freshman tight end from Oklahoma uh, is a dog. I mean, he might be – I best, mean, I, I think it's just Arkansas tight ends versus LSU. Tesla, <laughs> Tesla. No, not Tesla. It's it was Haas. yeah, the ha- Haas, Haas, Haas. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's right. Luke, Luke Haas. Yeah, six catches, one sixteen, two scores last night. I mean, he when he was running wide open, he didn't even know he was open. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's like <laughs> I mean, running head up, shoulders I mean, he up, had to like kind of like tippy toe into the uh, into the pylon. God. When they hit the two point conversion, I was thinking, man, what are we doing? When they went for, well, whenever they got the, what was it, a false start when mm-hmm. they were at the two, right? And they had a bump back. I was like, oh, now they're just going to kick the extra point. Yeah. And then they went for it and got it again. I was like, yeah. smart man. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I like LSU's front seven. Like I that do. is, I'm comfortable with where the front seven is if they continue to, like you said, Womack and Swenson, like if they continue to use the right guys. Right. Like 13. Play him. What are we watching? Right. Like, I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's like, what are we watching? Braden Swinson and, and, and Ovi Ogofu. Ovi. What, it's not really a competition. What's the debate? Yeah. Like, when you get to film. And then you look at Deshaun how do you how do you, right. how do you break that down in a film room and say. He's better than him. Yeah, like, next week we're going to go with you. You know, it's like, what are, what are we watching? What do you, what do you mean? Right. Like. How do you not play 16? How do you not play 13? I mean... How does Perkins not rush the pass? There better not be a debate on whether or not 40 comes off the field. Right. Like, I mean, Whit Weeks, coach. We're not even... Like, he's a true freshman. We shouldn't even be asking this. Third on the team in tackles. And it, yes, and he's only played nine, two games. Nine total. Well, I'm talking about Saturday. Saying, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, nine total. Week he, he, last week. Right. Right. Nine say, total. Did, did he even play against Florida State? No. All? No. Oh, all right. No. He, he got in against Grambling. But Jeez. I mean, and then Mississippi State is the best defensive player on the field. Yep. I mean, I would say the same thing about Andre Sam. Yeah, I'd say the same thing about like Greg Penn too. Yeah, Greg, Greg Penn's Penn, always Greg in Penn the right spot. Greg, Greg Penn had a great night. So it's it's like it's like every week we come back with somebody else right. that should be playing. That's but, not. but Penn's been there consistent. P- Penn yep. has. 
Keep him there. Like, like Whit Weeks, like, I mean, like, that was very discouraging when they were, like, on Thursday night. Like, Whit Weeks is starting. You're like, who else huh? is starting? Yeah, like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, don't even, don't tease me with taking him out. Yeah. And, I mean, just, I don't know. I think Whit Weeks is, I mean, he's a, he's a dog, man. I mean, the way he closed in on Jefferson and hit him mm. on the sideline like mm. that, that was that was big time. I mean, Matt Most says Whit Weeks needs a nickname. I don't, I don't know what to call him. It's just <laughs> Whit Weeks, man. I mean, can't even give him a nickname. His name, so his good. name, his name's cool. Yeah, yeah name Whit right Weeks, right man. Um, Whit, Whit. I'm with you. I love the front seven. Yeah, I mean, I like the front seven. I'm comfortable I, with. Yeah, them. I'm comfortable with them. I think that you can you can do some. It's just when they find you, you get to these teams like like Alabama and Milrow. Don't really scare me against mm. LSU's DBs. Mm-mm. He like, can't push the ball. Like he can, but it's like that's all he can do. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, whatever the defense is is against that, but Alabama's offensive line is no good. Yeah. They're no good, and the first thing he wants to do as soon as he sees pressure is he wants to take off and run. Right. We'll so it that. fits kind of perk this spy. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like it's almost a really good matchup for him. If they can, you know, continue to create, they, they don't get a lot of pressure with four. No, yeah, like they do not bring a lot of pressure with four. They've got to get a little exotic, but then they put Deshaun Walmack in there, and the next thing you know, they're like crashing off the edges. See, that's that was my that was what I was about to say. Like when they put Deshaun Walmack and Harold Perkins at the on mm-hmm. the edges, or right. or Deshaun Walmack and mm. Swinson on the edges, it was like they were meeting at the quarterback right. almost mm-hmm. every play. Mm-hmm. Now were they rushing past them sometimes and letting yeah. them get a little yeah. room to step up? That's I, I understand, but they were getting back there, they were getting pressure, they were touching them at least. But not before every, you're not getting that. Not every every quarterback's gonna make you pay the way KJ Jefferson does when it comes to right. rushing past them because he. The, he impressed me the way he was stepping up, mm-hmm. staying in the pocket, and then delivering a pass. Right. Like Milrow, he's going to step up and he's going to see the lane and just take off. Mm-hmm. I even saw that a little bit from Jackson Dart. Right. Yeah. Against Alabama, like yeah. he, he sees the lane, and they, and he steps and up they, and trying to they run. They punished him. Oh, they yes, were yeah. punishing like, him. You can't catch Ole Miss at a better spot than LSU catches them. That what that means? I don't know, but they're beat up. Mm-hmm. Like they're they Mentally, they got after Dart yesterday, yeah. and you can see. Lane Kiffin's post-game press conference, he felt yesterday was his best opportunity to get that game, and it really wasn't that close. Mm-mm. And I think he was he was maybe a little shell-shocked in the kinda. sense where he thought that game was going to be closer than it was. Or he and Alabama kind of whipped their – you know, Alabama kind of they, – they imposed yeah. themselves. Kind of flexed on them. Yeah, they kind of like, – it was the same old story. Yeah. You know, I think they were believing like – if we're going to get one, this is it. Yeah. You know? And then you get there and you're like, man, it's the same old story. Yeah, it, we ain't getting this one. Like, I mean, like they're, they're beating the hell out of like, us. <laughs> We're the bad team. Yeah. Like, for, for, for their standards. You yeah. know, for, for Alabama standards, I mean, that team is not that I mean, like, good. That ball Jackson Dart threw, the, the interception yeah. he threw, oh. that would have been a pick both ways. Yeah. Oh. He would have threw an interception twice. Yeah, oh. it was a prayer. Like, oh, what was oh. – just I mean, chunking it up into double coverage. Just, I don't even like a care. Punt. That's, that was, that that's, was, that's what makes me like not really nervous about Ole Miss because we've seen the Jack, Jackson Dart yeah. experiment already. Like yeah, we I'm could, not, I'm not really. We could, we could get. Nobody past that. really scares me. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I look around the entire country and nobody really, from a just like pure intimidation factor, rattles you. Yeah. I mean, there are things that teams do really good. I mean, Clemson, Florida State yesterday, Clemson had them on the ropes. 
All, all, on the road. All Cade Clubling had to do was hand the ball off. RPO screenplay. I mean, like, just. Oh. It, but it, was, it didn't even have to be the RPO. He didn't even have no, the pass just, option. It should have yeah. just been handed off. The OC shouldn't even made an RPO. It should have no, just been a handoff all the way. Did you see Dabo after? He's the one yard. Yeah, one yard right. to get. Dabo. Through a square Oh, pass. God. Team pull uh, Norvell in and give him like yeah. the old like, put the, less talk in the year. He, tried like, to put the the hell he was trying to put man. the hat over the camera, yeah. like so the camera didn't see what he was saying. Like, yeah. right, get out of here. I'm man. a nerd. You're cool. <laughs> what about those transfers? How do, hit you, how do you do it? I like that one. That's yeah, a good I like one. Hit weeks. Uh, all right, hit that like button, share button, comment button if you don't mind. A couple of uh, thoughts there for you on this Sunday afternoon. Brett LeBlanc, Womack should start. Uh, Brett LeBlanc, Whit Weeks shouldn't come off the field. Uh, Chili, Wes Weeks, uh, uh, Whit Weeks needs more uh, time to, especially on third and shorts and fourth and shorts. I can um, see that. Struggle Jared Guillory, Milrow will look like an All American versus this defense. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one team I would probably be. If I was LSU, one team that I would not want to see in any setting is Washington. Washington oh, is legit. Yeah. Washington has three receivers there. Uh, no, oh, yeah. my goodness. Washington might chop LSU up because they, they are loaded at quarterback and wide receiver. They got SEC wide receivers. Like, yeah. They are loaded. Like, it wouldn't even be – it probably wouldn't even be a competition, honestly. Like, it, off, offensively, I mean, Washington I, against LSU I don't think they defense. could guard them. Yeah. yeah. Like, Washington can't yeah. guard Washington them. Washington That's what I'm guard. telling you. Like, LSU shootout. can get into these games. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, they can get into games where Brian Thomas and, and – Malik Neighbors can have collectively like five, six touchdowns. Yeah, you know, like I mean, like it was good to see Mason Taylor back. There is a that that's what happened on that on that interception. Yeah, he looked at Mason. He, he looked at he, him way too. He long. was looking way. He, he was he was staring him down. And McLaughlin, he, he either it. saw something on film because he baited the hell out of him. And I think Jay- who ran that? Who ran that go? Whoever ran it was wide, wide open. open. I'm not sure. I uh-huh. think. It, was it Kyron Lacey? Maybe probably Kyron Lacey. But I mean, he ran. I mean, it was he a. Was, it was a. It was an elementary lead, like yeah, read. Right. I mean, it like, was an. It was an like elementary. Like a little hitch, lead. and then go to, mm-hmm. go over the top of him. And you rarely see him turn the ball over at all. There's DJ Chark in the end zone. There you go, DJ. <laughs> touchdown dance is That's yeah. the same one he had at LSU. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, the LSU offense. Hanging with anybody, anybody in the country. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just got a super chat, Garrison, Garrison Grant. Does BK go after Corey Raymond this offseason? Hmm. They've got to get better at recruiting Louisiana from the defensive backfield. Yes, they've got to get back to getting those guys. You know, like Andre Sam. I know was debated heavily within the office, and at the end of the discussion, it was just trust the Louisiana kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, rather than go out there and try to find somebody, this kid's from Louisiana, wants to come home, is a dog, and wants to play. Well, he's been playing at Marshall and McNeese. You've got no idea what you're talking about. Like, get that guy back here and just put him into this environment and watch him prosper. (laughs) Watch it grow. Watch watch the whole thing happen. I mean, he's the most aggressive player on defense. Mm -hmm. I'd say. I mean, he's a tone setter. He's always flying up. Flying. Flying. <laughs> I mean, Sometimes like, a little too fast. He, he's a senior? Yeah. I mean, seventh year senior. No, I mean, he it, like he's coming in hot. Yeah. Ooh. He almost took Harold Perkins out yesterday. Yeah. He came in hot, and he almost took his legs out. Um, Damn, Dallas is losing. But, I mean, they have some of those Louisiana guys that just 
aren't like Latarence Welsh, Asher Sampson aren't on the field. Yeah. Exactly. I don't get that. On the I, me I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't, like, I don't get not even giving them the opportunity at all. Right. Like yeah. I could I could respect them keeping Denver in the game because Denver wanted to be here. Right. Absolutely. Denver wanted to be here before he's he got better here. too. And like, he's getting yeah, right, exactly. He's getting to the point where it's he's getting just about there. Cause last night he had one where he tried to jump the route and the dude caught caught it yeah. on the yeah, sideline and now he No, was, he did. I mean he just the guy made a good catch. Yeah, he just he's right there. Just get ready. I'll tell you what's underrated on Denver is his tackling. tackling. He came yeah. up last night. That cat'll come up and hit you and he's not Heavy. He's not big. He's not coming like right. the, what is he? One seventy? One eighty? Maybe. I mean, he doesn't even feel his pants out. Jersey's just. I mean, <laughs> like, just... I mean, he's like, geez, Tim looks like a sophomore in high school. I mean, uh, but he's getting there. Like, I mean, the touchdown. The guy made a one-handed catch, yeah, and just... I would say he kind of. He could, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, they were yeah, fighting. The receiver kind of bumped him. I mean, yeah. he, look, he grabbed him. He pulled him, and the receiver made an incredible yeah. catch. But. You can't take 10 off the field. No. <laughs> like, 10 ain't going nowhere. Still remember, there were people around this town telling you that Denver Harris was the sixth best cornerback on this team. Chiquito Amos <laughs> makes a good point. They got Zy Alexander from Southeastern, and you're debating about getting someone who played at Marshall. <laughs> really? Really? I mean, you know, like, it, it. they need to start getting the top defense. Like, De- Derek Williams and Jacoby Matthews yep. got no business being anywhere but at LSU. Makes me and guess sick. what they both do? Wardell Max got no business being anywhere but LSU. Did both? Jacoby Matthews play? He starts. Mm. Yep. Is, I know Derek Williams is playing. Derek Williams starts. Or it's a rotational player. Mm. He'd be starting here. Yeah. yeah. No. He'd <laughs> be starting here. Both of them. Oh, man. <laughs> First teamers, probably all SEC Where's players. Where's Taviano? They put him in the other night, they, but like they played against Grambling. They put him in. They put him in probably for like a play. I'm, I was I'm surprised to see Yates there a little bit. Yeah, me too. I, I I'm surprised because he didn't really get the run and right. like fall camp. Like it was and, to, and it, it was Taviano, and it wasn't a name that came up often. Mm-hmm. No, that's weird. But we appreciate you being here on this Sunday. Hit that like button, share button, comment button. Tigers moved to three and one. Bad loss for the Saints this afternoon. Disgusting. It was a uh, that was a bad one, man. They were up seventeen zero for the majority of the game. Now Derek Carr did leave the game with what seems to be a shoulder injury. Um, they did take him to a a um, medical facility in Green Bay for more further tests that will be evaluated. Jameis went into the game. Uh, and the Saints just could not get it going, man. Um, Defense was on the field too much. Chili makes a good point. Jordan Gilbert was the starter over Jacoby Matthews. Jordan Gilbert went mm. to U High. Mm. It's true. But yeah, for the Saints, the defense was just on the field too too long. Yeah, started getting tired. It looked like. And, and Lafleur made one of the made the same decision Sam Pittman made last wait, night. Wait, they did, were down by a score. They were down 17-3. They get a touchdown to make it 17-9. Kick the field goal. You're down one score, down seven. He goes for two. And, like, Jonathan Vilma, who's on the call, is like, this is the new age NFL. Like, people just want the momentum. He feels like if he gets the ball back in the red zone, he's going to score again and win. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, when did this? When did that become a thing? Right. Like, yeah. when, when did, like, such... 
I think it, li- I mean, like it's very liberal with the way you manage the clock and the way you manage. I mean, like yeah. that used to be almost like locked in a vault type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Remember the card for the two point conversion? Mm-hmm. Like you'd be like, coaches be like looking at the card, being like, "Is the score? <laughs> are we at the score? Yeah. Or we yeah. can go I, for two? I think it was because they moved the extra point back, though. That's what. Like, what? Yeah. That's what changed like how coaches go about like two point conversions rather than kicking extra yeah. point. Because I like, get it, but I mean, like, if he misses that seven, thing, I mean, but if he misses that yeah, thing, you're down eight. I'm, yeah, well, I think that's part of the analytical side mm-hmm. of it. Is then you're just down eight, and you just have to do it next time. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a two point conversion next time, you know. Like it's it's it is interesting to see because I was confused when they did it. Same. I was like, no, you just kick the yeah, extra, point. Kick the extra point. You down by six. This is mindless. But hey, you know. But it worked. I mean, Jordan Love made a great play to get the two point conversion. He like he did stepped up, rolled, and then cross body. Might have been the best play made all day. Yeah, hundred percent. Might have been the best play made all day. Wait, did you see? Did you see Ryan Day go? Yes. Off on <laughs> Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz. I, I, you know what? But, I kind of been, uh, that kind of made me respect Ryan Day a little yeah. bit. He brought a little swag out. You know, like for the first time, to me, he's kind of identified himself as Ohio State's yeah. head coach. I've always kind of looked at him as Urban's offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, yesterday to me, he kind of felt like Ohio State's head, head coach. coach. I mean, the name drop of Lou Holtz. That was awesome. Yeah. On in was, South Bend. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, when he I mean, said it, the, I was the, like, the, the announcer was like, on Notre Dame's yeah. network, basically, because right. NBC is Notre Dame's network. When, and then she like tried to ask him like a question that was like more like, and he was like, let me take a deep breath. Yeah. He was like, Phew. Which I thought was like very that's a human as a human yeah. moment, man. Yeah. And he kinda and he very much like controlled his emotions within his emotional yeah. rant. Yeah. You could tell he wanted to drop he, he a couple of like to, yeah. F you, Lou. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was I mean, because I am not the best at that. And right. I was like watching that thinking like this this uh, could this, this, could, this, this could, could go bad. This, this could, could go, go bad. bad. Especially for somebody like Ryan Day who doesn't do that right. often. That's what I you meant. Know? Like when like, he did that, I was like, "Damn, Ryan Day." Yeah. Notre Dame. Don't had, make me like you now. <laughs> right. Notre Dame had ten people on the field on that last play. On the last two, two plays, and they called a timeout. And well, Freeman explained it in the post game that he didn't have a timeout, uh, and that he didn't want the penalty. Which, to me, I take the penalty. Yeah, right I there take that, that on. Don't I, you? I mean, I it's a one it. play scenario right. from the one. Yeah, yeah like just run him out there. They could, I mean, either way, they're going to move the ball. I mean, you definitely don't want to have ten. Yeah, and their right. alignment was weird. Yeah, yeah they, they were shifted. They, they were all yeah, like, yeah. Shifted they overloaded to the right one side. side of the line. Had two people on the other side. And it was just like, all right, give them the touchdown. It was weird. I guess. It was weird. Uh, we are fine. Uh, we're fired up uh, tomorrow. Caskey's clicker is coming back. We're going to be breaking down LSU, uh, Saints, uh, obviously, and we will be talking Cincinnati uh, with the Bengals. I don't know. Is Joe playing? Uh, I think they signed A.J. McCarron. They did sign McCarron, which makes it seem like maybe he's – because they would sign him to be the third string Mm -hmm. slash backup. But they said questionable. It's a game-time decision. They they have one of the Arkansas. They have – what were their their last names? It's not Dick, is it? Uh-uh. No. Uh, Who? Their last names. There was the brothers that yeah, played the Arkansas. Brothers that, yeah, the brothers that, and like, oh, uh, yeah. back to back. Not bad. Allen yeah. brothers. Who? Allen. Allen. Is it Allen? Yes, it was Allen. Uh, is it Allen? Brandon and Austin. Yeah. Brandon. Brandon. I think they got Brandon. I think so, too. I think Brandon is their, 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 their. Or, but no, I think their backup now is uh, Jake Browning. Yeah. From, it uh, is, from Washington. Washington. Um, yeah, uh, but the, I'm reading an article that says the team is split on playing Joe Burrow today. Well, yeah. does that mean that Joe has the deciding vote? Yeah, probably. He's going <laughs> to play. The football. <laughs> right. Shoot this thing up. 
Um, all right, so we appreciate you being there, but don't forget tomorrow night, Caskey's Clicker. We'll be breaking it down. We'll be looking at this LSU offense, which I'm fired up to do with Caskey. He'll be breaking down the matchups, obviously. We, we did not talk about the offensive line. I thought the offensive line went up against a pretty stout unit last night for Arkansas. Right? I, I still think that there were some things that they needed to get figured out, but that defensive front for Arkansas, their line of scrimmage at Arkansas is for real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a, a good win. Mm-hmm. That was a good win. That was a good win to go in there and, and, and go up against those two sides and come out of it uh, the, the way that they did. I mean, you, you'd love to get some things firmed up on the, on the defense, but it's a lot like what we'd said um, a couple of weeks ago. They got some things on defense that you just can't fix. Right. And, and unless they're going to play LaTerrence Welsh, unless they're going to play Stamps, unless they're going to roll some guys out there that we just haven't seen, this is, this is what you got. Right, like I mean, if, if this is what they're going to play with, then that's who they're going to play with. Again, I will keep banging the drum each week for Latarence Welsh and Stamps to get out there if this is going to be the the, the output. Because there's no way that those guys can't can't nope. be any can't be any worried. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I mean, you know what I mean, like. Play somebody else. Right. You're seeing what you can from from at least, right. I mean, at like, least give them the chance. Like at least give them a, a shot. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't hurt you. Give me a series. Right. Give me a series. Right. He, gives up, he gives it up on a series. I mean, there. the guy he was, he was he was guarding Brian Thomas in the spring. What 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 am I missing? Uh, Garrison Grant. Why is it Hurd playing? I think last week made him a little made nervous. a little nervous on Hurd. That was a good team last night on the line of scrimmage. I still think that they're 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 managing. How they 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 cut Hurd's teeth. I think they want to have him in the lineup, but they want to make sure that it's at the right time and that he's ready to go. Last week he had a holding call. They had a little bit of mis- uh, miscommunication on a stunt play with Mississippi State, and I think it's those types of things that give coaches PTSD. Where you're like, man, you're going to run this guy out here tonight? Well, we want right. to, but you know, it's like, all right, well then wait one more week. I thought Ole Miss's front was mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Solid. Max Johnson looked good yesterday. He did. First touchdown of his first touchdown to Jake, mm-hmm. his brother. Mm. Um, all right, hit that like button, share button, comment button. Have a good Sunday. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning at seven a.m. We'll open up the phone lines and take a reaction from across the country. Uh, tell a friend, like, share, hit the subscribe. Back tomorrow from Click Here Digital. Monday through Friday from seven to nine. Yeah, you see the notification. We about to go live. We got all your favorite guests. We got them in line. It's the Jordan Collider Show. Come have a good time. It's the hottest show around. We ain't got a flex. Call up G, we get it done. We earning our respect. Tell recruits to let us in. Where they going next? Throw up the L's. Now we lit. Band playing net. From the boot to the east to the west coast. No matter where we at, we live. Mic'd up for show. Open up the phone lines. Come and join the show. Make sure you tell your friends about Jordan Collider Show. Yeah.